This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinzak. Es ist and der Zeit und nacht ein Melherslich. Willkommen zu der Decibel Geek Podcast. Hote wollen wir feiern Rocktoberfest. Ich bin Aaron Camaro, das ist Herr Sinzak. Wie seid dein Penis hangen, mein Freund? Did I hear penis in there? <laughs> so that's what the show sounds like played backwards. There you go. Subliminal messages. Yeah. You said suck penis and worship the devil or something? No. I don't know. No, it wasn't like that. Okay. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that was Aaron speaking German. That was pretty good. It it, come, better it come, than I could have done. It comes naturally to me. Does it? Yes, I have German heritage. Oh, really? Yeah. And so Oktoberfest is always special for me. I like to try to drink a little bit of extra beer during the month of October, you know, just, just to truly, you know, as a, as a hearkening back to my ancestors. It's just a good excuse, really. More or less, yeah, yeah but yeah. it works for me. Cool. Well, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm actually a little hungover, so <laughs> we're doing just right for You're me. hungover, for and I'm burned out from a very busy weekend. Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. <laughs> but hey, uh, we've been wanting to... Uh, Showcase some stuff from across the pond. We always play so many American things. We might as well play some stuff from across the sea in Germany. Yeah, for sure. And there's a ton of great music that has come out of Germany over the years. And today we're going to showcase some of our favorites. Yeah, and before we get into Rocktoberfest, i got to read off Geeks of the Week. These are the people that shared and retweeted the fun episode we did with Gary Corbett last week. So much fun. Talking about keyboardists, and it went over real well, and people had a good time, and Gary said he was going to listen to it the other day and figure out who he had to apologize to. <laughs> but I told him, I said, no, this one was a much more lighthearted one, and I don't think you have to worry because Ray Manzarek is not around anymore. Right, so, yeah. I think Ray Manzarek's the only one that got beat up a little, but I was standing up for him. Yeah, it was, but yeah, it was a fun talk, and yeah, Gary will definitely be back. He's too fun of a guest to not have on again. For sure. So, okay, these are the Geeks of the Week. These are the people that shared on Facebook and retweeted on Twitter, and I've already said that, and that tells you how tired I am. And... <laughs> Here we go. Chris Karam, Brent Walter, David Alpazar, Warren Money, Joe Lescon, Ryan McKay, Gino Ames, Sit and Spin with Joe, Mike Blunt, Derek Novak, Lee Maslin of the Audio Junkies Podcast, James Brendan Dunn, Shane Abair, Andrew Jacobs, Chad Pollock, Riff of the Day, Miguel Nunez, Chuck Spear, Warren Money, Scott Ollinger, Aaron Camaro, I know that guy, Victor Penalosa, Jason Bacco, Andy LaFon, Todd Cunningham, Craig Cohen, I Am Hoops, Billy Hardaway, Howard Tate, and extra special thanks to Bill Wang of the Kiss, 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 and Metal Hard Rock page. You rock, Bill. Man, I love so much that we've got all these people backing us out there in the twi- Twitterverse and, and Facebook land and all these places where, where the word is getting spread because, you know, we're not a multi-million dollar corporation here, nor do we work for one. You know, we're just two guys hanging out outside of Nashville, Tennessee, putting on a free podcast for you guys every single week. And, you know, it's nice to know that it's so appreciated that so many people go out of their way to help us spread the word. It's so important to us. Yeah, definitely. And then, you know, we've got great writers and contributors to the site that are you know spreading the word out there and our our guy metal mike from uh, kentucky is at the louder than life festival as we record this and there's there's he's met so everybody much, this weekend and there's spread the so word. much going on on the decibel geek website you know and and so much more coming up we've got some new writers over there that are banging them out left and right and i've seen i've been reading some really quality stuff there yeah uh, baco's been churning out good stuff he's one of the new writers and we just had a new guy sign up from david elpazar just did a really good one too yeah and a yeah. uh, new writer just got brought on board from uh, dublin ireland nice so when we do our 
our St. Patrick's show, we'll have to consult with him. There you go. So another reason to drink more. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, let's get into Rocktoberfest. We're just highlighting German-based artists and bands. And um, I think I'm going to go first. Okay. Okay. Uh, we uh, we put out the word, you know, for you guys to suggest things, and I wanted to pick a few listener suggestions. And this is one band that came up that I was like, I'd never heard of that band at all. No, me neither. And started just checking into it. And there's not a lot that I could find available on them in on the. There's no wiki on this band, so that you know that tells you how yeah obscure they are. So is this something current or is it older? No, or? the the band's called Evidence One, and they uh, I believe they were active from 2001 through 2011, hmm. and um. Put out three albums during those years, and they played some festival shows and opened up for some big bands throughout Europe and Germany. But that's the majority of what I, I mean. I found the names, but I'm not about to try to pronounce them. <laughs> um, but there's a little bit of a story on Encyclopedia Metallum. That's a cool website. That is a cool website. I like that one. So there was some cool stuff on there. Um, but yeah, I'll post links in the show notes. But I, I'd love this song here, and this is from their uh, 2007 album called "The Sky Is the Limit." This is Evidence One with "Can't Fight the Past."
So something a little bit unknown for for most of our listeners there. You know, that's what's great about the Decibel Geek podcast because we're gonna we're gonna play the Scorpions later on, obviously. Of course, you know, because we're doing Rock, uh, Rocktoberfest. But you're also gonna get a taste of something you never heard before. I never heard that before. I like it. And if I'm remembering right, I think Billy Hardaway and oh my alarm's going. My Billy Hardaway alarm's going off. <laughs> no, um, Billy Hardaway. Um, you're only allowed to mention him one more time. Yeah, though. he. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was the one who suggested that. So thanks for the suggestion. He he always is tuning me into bands that I've never heard of. They're awesome. Right on. So here's a that. band I bet you've probably heard of, Halloween. And that's yeah. This is a band that we've. Ne- I don't know that we've ever played them on. The- I've used them for an intro once, but yeah. I don't think we've ever played a full song of theirs. It's a good band. I mean, they yeah. were they were formed in Hamburg in uh, 1984 by Kai Hansen, who is widely considered to be the godfather of power metal. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Kai Hansen played guitar and sang, did double duties until 1986 when Michael Kiske, or Kiska, or Kisk. I think it's Kiske. Kiske. He was hired as the uh, lead vocalist. And they, you know, they had pretty good success back then. They were really well known in Europe and they were starting to get, you know, they got a little airplay on MTV and, you know, we got a taste of them here in the United States. But it was like they were here and then they were gone because in 1998, uh, Kai Hansen would leave the band and Halloween would get caught up in a just a shitty uh, lawsuit, legal stuff going on with their record company. And it would lock them up and prevent them from, from releasing any new material until 1991. Hmm. By then, you know, it was... But, I mean, bye they're bye. still doing it, though. But that's... the Yeah, they're yeah. still out there doing it. So, you know, there's been... You know, Halloween is, is considered a pretty important band in Germany, and rightfully mm-hmm. so, you know. And, a, and I think if you delve into it and get a taste of some of the music, you're really going to dig it. So here's one for you. This one comes from an album called The Keeper of the Seven Keys Part 2. came out in 1988. It's Halloween with Dr. Stein. What's that?
taken us three years plus to to play halloween on the show well worth the wait you and know. It, when we were getting we were making our song picks for this aaron it's aaron got on the ball he get, got me his picks like within a day and a half yeah and i of course waited the last minute and by that point i didn't quite clearly remember all the ones that aaron sent me and then i send him my picks and he's like i already picked halloween yeah, no so, way dude i already picked halloween i was actually gonna pick one of the more modern songs of theirs yeah. but um well, that, like you say there's been about 20 different members throughout the years with the uh constants being the guitar player uh michael week uh white cat Ooh, german <laughs> names are tough too and uh bassist marcus Groskoff, who uh they keep halloween going you know they're still out there that's cool and yeah because I, I saw a, a video clip of them online i think like a year ago and it's them playing in like a stadium full of people. I mean, just yeah. they still sell, play to massive crowds all over the world. Yeah, they got you know, it's like Kiss. They got two, you know, two fourths of the the members, so it goes on. Oh, here we go. It's <laughs> <laughs> not good or bad. Are you calling you know, Halloween a tribute band? No, well, no. No one's no. pretending to be anybody else, or anything. no, they don't have. Yeah, <laughs> no one's dressing up like dressing Ka- up like Kai, Kai Hansen and, yeah. and Michael Kiske. <laughs> so is, is Michael Kiske still singing for them? We'll get to that. Oh, okay. We'll get to that. Cool. All right. So I've got my next pick, and um, there the, when we discussed because uh, you know Aaron mentioned we're going to play Scorpions later in the show. Sure. Scorpions and this band were the two front runners, of course, when we thought of this topic. Yeah. For German, great German bands. I'm talking about Accept. Right on. So, and a band with also a band with a long history and a lot of albums to choose from. Yeah. Um, but they put out a really good album this year called Blind Rage. And I've been listening to it for the last couple of weeks because I got it, the record company sent it over, and I I I, enjoy, I don't know that it's quite as good as the la, the 
not the last one, but the one two albums ago. That one was a real standout. Yeah. Um, but this the, this song in particular, I really liked. It's their fourteenth studio album. Album. It came out on Nuclear Blast Records. Debuted number one on the German album charts. Awesome. So, except still doing great. And Peter Baltus, bass player, lives right here in Nashville. Yeah, he does. And he's out about town quite a bit. Sure. So, um, here's Except with from Blind Rage with Dark Side of My Heart.
an obvious choice, of course, but a newer track by them is a little different. I could have easily played Balls to the Wall, of course. Yeah, that's but what I was thinking. We've all heard right that away. one That's enough. such a great tune, too. <laughs> I like the old stuff. If you want to learn a little bit more about Accept, you can go back into the archives and check out our conversation with Michael Wagner. Yeah, because he was one of the early members of the band. That's right. So I said we'd get to it. So back in the day when Kai Hansen leaves Halloween in uh, 89, he wanted to start a new band. So he starts up a new band called Gamma Ray. So they've had 11 studio albums plus four live albums since 1990. This is what he did when he left Halloween. Okay. You know, he went right into Gamma Ray. Um, you know, they're, they're popular in Germany and also in the U.S., pretty well-known and pretty well-liked here. And uh, they're huge in Japan. Really? They love Gamma Ray in Japan. So this is what Kai Hansen went on to when he left Halloween, and he's singing lead vocals and playing guitar, and man, this song cooks. You're going to really dig it. So from 2007, it's funny how Germans like to number their albums. This one's come, it comes off an album called Land of the Free Part 2. Two albums already, that's part two. <laughs> I don't know why, how that works. But this is Gamma Ray, and it's a tune called Into the Storm.
That's another band that I'm happy we were finally able to play because um, one of our li- listeners, one of our most devoted listeners, Brad Calmanson, yeah. has suggested Gamma Ray numerous times for us to play on the show. Power metal. And we've ignored him many, many times. So I'm sorry, Brad. I hope you're happy that we played some Gamma Ray. Well, that's the thing. It's good, though. I like. We should play more of them. Well, and it's like I, like we always say, you know, with as, as we try to turn people on to music that are listening to the show wherever they are in the world, you know, as we're doing this, we're getting turned on to stuff, too. Oh, I totally. never really I never really listened to Gamma Ray before, and then I started checking them out when we're doing research for this. And, man, what a great band. Yeah, and that's really, you know, the most fun thing about doing the show, especially when we, you know, we love doing the interviews, of course, because we get to talk to these people we've always wanted to meet. Mm-hmm. But musically the best part of the show is when you guys suggest stuff for us and then we get and then we just start doing our research and we're like wow that's really good yeah and my next choice is hang that on, hang on one second okay let me just let you know because to follow up on the history of halloween before we move on past them since uh leaving halloween in 1993 michael kiske released a bunch of solo albums and he was even considered at one time to replace bruce dickinson in iron maiden in 94 really yeah imagine that I think he would have done a good job. Of course, they ended up with that uh, Blaze Bailey. I would have rather heard Michael Kiske. But I think, think. yeah, Kiske would have rocked that gig, I'm sure. (laughs) Um, He's participated in countless side projects and even appeared on a Gamma Ray album in 1995. So kind of like a a reunion on the other side there. So then from there, he forms a band called Unisonic in 2009, which Kai Hansen ends up joining in 2011. And uh, they've just released their self-titled debut in 2012. And the latest album, Lighted Dawn, was released last month. Hmm. So that's like the other Unisonic is like the other half of Halloween. That's where there's just all these little tie-in bands that we've yeah. never listened to that we really should. Right. You know? I really am going to check into some of that Unisonic. What I heard already was really cool. I do remember. Um, It'd be uh, like if Ace and Peter went and started their own band. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be interesting. That'd be wild. Well, and it's also um, a couple of guys dressed as Gene and Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of tie-ins, I'm going to blow your mind after after my next pick, and I'll, I'll tell you how it all ties together. But my next pick, like I said, listeners will suggest stuff, and I'll be like, I'll give that a check. I'll check that out, and then I'll start checking it out. Well, one of our listeners suggested this band, and I've heard of this band because there's an Eric Singer tie-in to this band a little bit, too, with another side project. Yeah. But I'd never listened to this band before. I just always thought they had a funny name, and I never bothered thinking about checking them out. So this time I was like, well... I know they're German. Let's try. Let's try it out. I go on YouTube and I find like the the new single for whatever they've got out. Is that what you sent me? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, how on earth have I not listened to these guys before? Because they're it was awesome. They're great. That's the first time I ever really listened to them too. And that video was yeah. funny and awesome. I am as excited about this as I was about the hardcore superstar. Yeah. Last year. Right on. Like I. I'm I'm gonna go broke now because I'm gonna start buying all of their albums because I was after that one song was like I have to listen to everything they've done now. Hit the donate button at yeah, decibelgeek.com. Um, so it's I'm talking about Ed Guy and um, which I used to think they were called Edgy or something. I never knew it was Ed Guy. They're a power metal band from Fulda, Germany, and they were formed in '92. They've got like ten albums out. Yeah, and um, so I'm gonna have to dig deep into their catalog, but they were formed in 1992 by 14 year old students Tobias Samet. Jens Ludwig, Dominic Storch, and Dirk Sauer. Nice job. And the name Ed Guy was an affectionate epithet for their math teacher at the time. Huh. So I guess his name was Ed or something. I don't know. And they've been around since 92, and they're still going. And I sent it there. You know, let me give a shout-out to another show, because this is a podcast that's it's on a, 
on a, a pretty big level out in LA called they're called Rock Solid and they're hosted by a guy named Pat Francis. Uh-huh. And I listen to their show every week and they do more than more than just hard rock and metal. They do everything. But Pat is kind of like the flag waver for the stuff we like. Cool. So he'll 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 bring out the Motley Crue and the Rad and stuff and usually he gets made fun of for it but cuz it's a comedy music show. Hmm. It's uh, on the Never Not Funny network. I'll check that out. And um so I talked to Pat quite a bit cuz he's a big Kiss fan too and he does a great Paul Stanley impression. It's hilarious. But so I know he likes all this mid '80s glam stuff. And right after I listened to this, I sent it to you, and then I was like, I have to send this to Pat because he'll appreciate this. Right. On. And I said, Have you ever listened to Ed Guy? And he goes, Who or what is that? And I said, The mid '80s never ended. And I sent him the link, and then he was like, They have ten albums. Yeah. And I said, That's exactly what I said. And yeah. I was like, Enjoy. And, but yeah, he was just. We, then we start going back and forth. He's like, How did How did Queensrÿche make it? And these guys didn't. It's ridiculous. You yeah, know? they're pretty awesome. So I'm gonna I'm gonna really get into all their stuff so all right i've, I've hyped it up enough so yeah, now i'm gonna have people say idea. this song sucks but no, no it's good it's awesome this is ed guy with their brand new song off space police defenders of the crown this song's called love tiger Go the gods of the 
it's like 1987 all over again. I like it, man. I like it a lot. Great vocals, great hooks, great guitar solo. Yeah. It's what, it's what it's makes there. this kind of music great. Exactly. I just very cool. I can't wait Hit to listen guy. to more of their stuff. I'm just blown away by it. Ten albums. Ten albums. Go to the Amazon link on decibelgeek.com and buy all ten albums. Exactly. I know I will. <laughs> <laughs> Much to my wife's chagrin. Nice. <laughs> So yeah, it, hit the donate button. <laughs> yeah, and if you, I'm sure you guys can tell. <clears throat> Aaron went to a wedding last night. He's he's a bit out of it. I'm a little bit under the weather, but we're still pumping out a show. Yeah, we're still celebrating Rocktoberfest. We hope the music's making it up for it. Yeah, we we I'm proud of our picks today. We got some good stuff. So here's something for you that I've learned by doing the research for this episode. Oh, real fast, I forgot to do the tie-in. Ed Guy oh, oh, is yeah, fronted yeah. by Tobias Samet. Okay. A side project, which actually almost a full-time project for Tobias Samet, is a project called Avantasia. Right. Yeah. Okay. And that's had a ton of different people in it, different singers. I think and Michael. That's Kitt- like a rock opera kind it of is. A thing. Yeah. And uh, Mike, Michael Kiske has been in it. Yep. And also a girl named Amanda Somerville. Okay. Who's yeah. A great I've seen singer. a clip of her. And her and, and there's also a thing called I think it's called Kiski Somerville where they did a duets album together. Yeah. So all these people run in the same circles. Also, it's, in Avantasia, Eric know? Singer played drums on I think one of the albums too. That's pretty cool. Pretty so, yeah. cool. It's all it all ties together. I like it. Okay, so here's what I learned while doing this: it takes a lot of balls to be a glam band in Deutschland. It does it? Yeah, it does. As a matter of fact, there's really only two guys that have the the intestinal fortitude to do it. Chris Holmes? Well, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Because the band I'm talking about is Shameless. And the current version of Shameless was formed in 1998 by bass player Alex Skunk Michael and mm-hmm. Boris Chudzinski. Alex has been on the show. Yeah. He's on one of the Vinnie Vincent specials. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Fun stories. And so, uh, you know, they call him B.C., but this band was, like I said, it was, I believe they were a, a glam rock band back in the day. And then in 98, they looked around and said, there's only us left. We're the only ones. What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. So they get together with their buddy, who apparently, from what you're telling me, spends a lot of time in Germany running around in the rock circles, mm-hmm. Mr. Eric Singer, to yep. lend a hand. Apparently. So Shameless is notable for having American rockers appearing on their albums. Because like I said, it's the only, they're the only two glam rockers in Germany. So they got to they gotta, mm-hmm. you know, import rock and rollers to come appear on their albums. And some of the guys that have appeared on these albums include the late Janie Lane, uh, Bruce Kulick's been there, John Karabi, Tracy Guns, Phil Lewis, and Steve Riley, all from the L.A. Guns, Robert Sweet from Striper, uh, Sex Summers from Pretty Boy Floyd, Brian Tishy, Gilby Clark, Chris Holmes, Sherry Curry, and a whole lot more. Crazy. Yeah, so they all go over there to hang out with these guys and bust out some kick-ass rock and roll. The Autobahn Strip. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) So this one is a very cool song. It came out in 2007 off the album Splashed. It's shameless. This one features BC and Carrie Kelly on guitar, Mike Fasano on drums, Stevie Rochelle on vocals, and, of course, the skunk man, Alex Michael on bass. This one's called Love the Way You Make Me Sick.
So they're shameless from uh, Germany with a whole host of people from America. Yeah, pretty cool. So I don't know. Are we yeah. are we bending the rules a little bit on that pick? Kind of yeah, a little, a little. But you know, they he's they've come out with some really good albums over the years, and like yeah. I said, they've had a, all these great players from the states over there, and. There's the last two glam guys left in Germany. We got to give them their props. Yeah, but I mean, I think the, a, a real German band's got to be filled with people that have names that are hard to pronounce. Right. Yeah. Especially one in particular. I've mastered it though. I'm good. All right. Because I'm going to have to talk about them too. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, let me have it. What's his name? Michael Schenker. Very, very good. You passed the test. Yes. I had to pick this guy because man, this is a German rock metal legend for sure. And um worldwide and the reason i told you you might have bent the rules a little bit on shameless is because i was tempted to pick the macaulay shanker group because yeah. i love that perfect perfect timing album from the late 80s i love that record okay but i was like no robin <laughs> macaulay is not from germany i'm gonna be i'm gonna stick to the original version the michael shanker group right and i picked a song from the original album in 1980 but wait isn't the current lead singer of accept an american well played. All right. There okay, you go. Okay, moving on. All right, but uh, I wanted to pick this because this is a, uh, man, this is a great, because like the Macaulay Shanker group, they did kind of jump on board the glam rock train as far as a lot of hooky, catchy pop stuff. Yeah. And I love that stuff too, but you listen to the original Michael Shanker, Mike, oh, here I'm there screwing the name up. The original Michael Shanker group album, and then you hear Judas Priest influence all over this, yeah. in my opinion. I just That's cool. Nothing wrong with that. Not to mention a... a roaring guitar part and especially the lead part it's amazing so without wasting more time and screwing up any more names <laughs> this is the michael shinker group with victim of illusion
guy wails. Yeah, I just I, I've been listening to him more and more of him as we've done the show. Um, he was another one where I I knew the name and I knew a handful of songs back in the day, but I never really delved into the catalog. And I listened to that whole album last night as I was because I wanted to pick one song in particular off of it, and it was hard to pick just one. Yeah, because the whole album is really good. Cool. Go to the Amazon link and buy it. Do it. I'm Do in Gene now. Simmons mode today for some That's reason. That's good, man. Buy a t-shirt, too, please. That's because we're so broke. I mean, we're we're having all kinds of issues with <laughs> the money are. here on the Decibel Geek Podcast. <laughs> Times is hard, man. Times is tough. All right, what do you got next? Okay, we, I said it earlier, you know, and there's no way we could do a Rocktoberfest German tribute show without including the one and only Scorpions. <laughs> Hell yeah. Formed in 1965 in Hanover by Rudolf Schenker. There you go. In uh, 1970s, joined by his younger brother, Michael. We just heard him. You know, he's a damn awesome guitar player. And lead vocalist, Klaus Mine. So in 1972, this is a pretty cool story, how this all works out. In 1972, they released their debut album, Lonesome Crow. In 1973, Michael jumps ship mid-tour and joins up with UFO. Right. So that leaves uh, Yuli John Roth as uh, the guy to come in. He's in a band called Don Road, and he's going to finish up the tour with him. He's awesome himself. Very awesome. So much so that Rudy wants Uli to join full time, but Uli wants to stay with his band Don Road. Right. So what does Rudy do? What, what does a guy do? He wants this guy in the band really bad. So what Rudy does is he breaks up the Scorpions, and he joins Don Road. Right. Wow. So he's in Don Road and give him a little time, and he brings in Close as the lead vocalist, and then <laughs> and then convinces the band to change their name to the Scorpions. Genius. That's a pretty shrewd shrewd guitar player. Right Genius. There. <laughs> so here's the result of that from 1979's Love Drive album. Man, that's a classic. I love it. Here's the Scorpions with another piece of meat. Right. I was sitting in her 
boy, that doesn't sound anything like Wind of Change. No, it doesn't, man. That, that's good. Some of that early Scorpions heavy rock and stuff just blows my mind, you know. When I was younger, I was never a big Scorpions fan because mm-hmm. of songs like Wind of Change. Oh, and, yeah. Well, and all too those. pop for you. Yeah, too much, you know. Yeah. But listening to some of that, it blows me away. Oh, so, almost a Ted Nugent-type feel on that song. Yeah, kind of, you know, with just stellar vocals on it. I love the way Close enunciates the stuff on that song. It's, <laughs> it's not by his choice. I man, mean, it's, just, it's cool. It's the way he does it. But, yeah, that's so, a, a great song. 17 studio and six live albums later, they've enjoyed worldwide sales of over $100 million, including their latest release of an M. MTV Unplugged recorded in Athens, Greece. They still make those? I guess so. Apparently they do. They certainly don't get shown on television. The Scorpions just did it. Yeah, you don't see the Scorpions <laughs> Unplugged on MTV We did an the M- MTV Unplugged. You did? When was it on? I don't know. Right. That one includes some new songs, plus some of the classics, you know, performed acoustically. And uh, coming up, some big stuff for the Scorpions. 2015 <laughs> is their 50th anniversary of the Scorps, and they're celebrating with a new album and a tour. And they're doing the Van Halen kind of thing where they, they've got a handful of songs that were, uh, they were unfinished tunes from back in the Blackout and Love at First Sting era. So mm-hmm. they're going to be reworking them. And so I mean, I, that'll be kind of cool. I know where you're going. I see the look in your face. The farewell tour that they did wasn't really the farewell tour? Wow. I thought I, only Kiss did that. It's hard to believe that that happens. But oh, God, people. I, I looked into that and it turned out that <laughs> everyone you know, does it. The Scorpions thought, you know, they really did have the best intentions of making that the farewell tour. And then once they got out there, they realized that people are going, this is great. When are you coming back to town? We want a new album, you know, and they, they didn't expect the response that they got they all when say they went that out though, there. Right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> so Paul Staley said almost verbatim. Well, it actually was Paul Staley said he was at a car wash and some guy said, when are you doing the next tour? And then so a lot of originals only fans are like, so that asshole at the car wash is to blame for Kiss getting right. back together. What's his name? Yeah, what's his name? <laughs> but, no, I mean, no, hey, if, if, if you want to go out and see the Scorpions, go, and, yeah, go see them because they're amazing live band. Yeah, because they're still kicking ass, man, yeah. live and otherwise. I'm looking forward to that new album. Yeah, I am too, and hopefully James Kotak will watch what he says on an airplane in the future. <laughs> <laughs> if he's still in the band, I don't know. Sorry, James, if you're listening. All right, so my next pick was, uh, this is, and you know, we've played this band a couple of times, and this is their, probably their biggest hit. I'd say unquestionably. It has to be their biggest It's a hit. great song. I love but this You're tune. not hearing it on the radio anymore. No, of course not. And I was like, how have we never played this song on the show? Because I listen to it all the time still. It's on my iPod in regular rotation. Yeah. Um, Warlock, you know, an amazing German band, assembled in 1982 from the underground band Snakebite and Beast. Snakebite and Beast. So War- Warlock was the next evolutionary step. Yeah, cool. So, um, they uh they've they've been around for a long time. I guess just Dora's doing it just solo now. The Warlock's not really a thing anymore. I right? don't think so. Okay, sorry for it's, the it's diehards been, that are that yelling at your while. iPod. Um, but they released a number of albums, and then in '87, I'd say they released their biggest album. It was an album called Triumph and Agony. Yeah, and uh, produced great. And Doro Pesh, what a singer! I mean, what a looker too. What but, a looker! But man, just a, an amazing singer. And uh, this is a. This may be one of the biggest German rock anthems of all time. This might be one of the just greatest anthems of all time, period. Period. So this is Warlock with All We Are.
love that song so much. Does, does she introduce the song and say, now we're going to do the German Rock and Roll National Anthem? <laughs> <laughs> she could. She probably could. She, she could. With it. Yeah. Love it. I remember when I was a young kid and I got one of those cassette tapes that had like the mix. Mm-hmm. It was like a mixtape that you bought from the store and it had all different bands on it. That was the first time I heard that song. I was blown away by it. I'm actually, then. I'm reading Dave Mustaine's autobiography right now. Yeah. And I just heard Doro Pesh got brought up in the book. And really? apparently back in the 80s, this is Dave Mustaine's words, so don't take it out. Don't, I'm not <laughs> oh, no. saying this is a fact. Oh, no. He claims that, I guess they had a guitar player. I think it was, maybe it was Jeff Young. Back in the 80s, they had Jeff Young playing guitar for him. I think it was this was who it was. Well, they were tour, they toured, I think, with Doro or Warlock. And Dave wasn't, re- wasn't really interested in Doro, but Doro was very interested in Dave. Hmm. And she wrote him a love letter. Yeah. And he didn't reciprocate. And apparently Jeff Young, the guitar player, was infatuated with Doro. Yeah. And she blew him off. And when he got wind that she wrote Dave a love letter, he was pissed off at Dave. Well, you can't be mad at Dave. And then then he went and talked to Dave's wife and said he had um, fantasies of having sex with her. What? Yeah. So Dave got wind of that and said... See ya. See ya. You're so, out of here. So yeah, that's crazy. So Doro Pesh ruined Megadeth. <laughs> <laughs> I think they recovered nicely yeah. from it. Dave didn't They'll say be, that. I, I added that right. part on at the end. Yeah. But, okay. But yeah. <laughs> and if you read that book, Dave Mustaine has like kicked the ass of so many people. He's, yeah. He's the ultimate rock and roll badass. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't believe it? Uh, I don't know. I believe. I love Megadeth. I'll just say that. I like the music. Yeah. As far as what Dave says, I don't know. Everybody writes a book. Maybe he should come on the show and he can explain it. That'd be fantastic. I'd love to have Dave on the show. uh, He just bought a house here. Well, let's go. Yeah. What are we waiting for? Uh, (laughs) An invitation. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That'll help. (laughs) That does help. Otherwise, we're stalking Vinnie Vincent. So is that your last? Yeah, that's my last one. I'm done. Okay. Well, I got one more. But before we get out of here, of course, we're going to remind you about all the great things going on over at www.decibelgeek.com. You're going to find your awesomely written articles coming to you on a timely manner. Every one of them is interesting and introspective from the writers themselves and they're all doing all kinds of cool stuff i'm jealous of a lot of our writers right now yeah they're getting out there more than we are yeah for although sure although i'll give us i'll give us a pat on the back we've gotten out a lot lately so, yeah we have yeah we've done pretty well for ourselves and tell you i'm hung over it's still from the ride for dime celebration oh god <laughs> what a night so much fun that was yeah, you'll be um, hearing stuff from that soon, too. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, we had the recorder with us that night. so Might be a YouTube exclusive. We'll see, though. Cool. Yeah. yeah, those are awesome. Okay, so then, you know, other than the articles and the great things going on there, we've got the donate button if you feel like just giving us a tip because... Lord knows we could use it. Yes, we could. And uh, also there, you want to help us out, you go through the Amazon link when you want to buy all these albums. we got so many great albums that we talked to, told you about today, you know, turned you on to. So now you go turn around and support these artists. And if you do it through the Decibel Geek link, you go there to Amazon, you buy whatever you want to. Mm-hmm. But when you do it through the link at our website, it gives us a, a small kickback, which, you know, that helps a lot, too, when it adds up. Yeah. So, and like I said, Lord knows we could use it. We could. <laughs> Seriously. Not kidding. But, uh, yeah, so then, of course, Facebook, we got, uh, you can you can check us out on there, get involved in the conversation. That's, Twitter. That's yeah. a great way to do it. Yeah, we, we do some tweeting, I guess. Yep. Occasionally. Instagram. 
Instagram, you know, YouTube, of course, you mentioned. Lots of great stuff to see on there. We're going to be adding to it. So, you know, again, we appreciate you guys sharing it, you know, going on iTunes, leaving us reviews. That's a really good deal because that makes us look cool Yeah, in the eyes of the suits. (laughs) The suits? Yeah, the the corporates, the guys upstairs, the carpet walkers. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm getting nervous. We got to look presentable. Okay. So I hope they enjoyed this. I hope you all enjoyed this. We had a lot of fun today talking German. Sprechen Sie Deutsch. No, we're not doing the show backwards again. No, but we're going to end the show with a really killer band. These guys, uh, we've actually played this band once before when we did a Bizarro Covers episode, and we did their version of Beds Are Burning. Great song. Talking about Sinner. Great band from Germany. Um, They were formed in Stuttgart in 1982 by Matt Sinner. Local German favorites for years before getting wider acclaim in 1998 with the release of the album uh, Evil of Nature. So that's a long time to, to yeah. just incubate before you start really getting some notice. So then from there, they went on a European tour opening for Deep Purple. That can't hurt. Cool. And uh, by then, they'd already had 10 albums released in Germany. So, you know, people were getting their first taste of them outside of, uh, of Germany. They released a greatest hits package in 1999 called The Second Decade, and it was the band's highest selling album up to that point, although most of the sales were on eBay. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's pretty wild. Um, let's see, they've been on, they've toured with Mr. Big and, and Sabotage, and they've released a total of 17 studio albums, including 2013's Touch of Sin 2. That's a song that I picked off here. Great band. Like I said, some of this stuff, I can tell there's a big, uh, Phil Lynott influence on Matt Sinner. So I think recommended to you, Chris, you'd probably I'll dig have to it. check more out. So wrapping things up today, you got anything else? I'm good. Okay. So here you go from 2013, Touch of Sin 2. Hey, weird. There's another one. Numbers. Numbers. Uh, This is Sinner. We'll see you next week. Germany rocks. See ya. Point the 